Today, we are talking about a term you may have heard in homeschooling circles, all about de-schooling. What is it? Do you need to do it? And how could it possibly help your homeschool? Hi, I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to episode 14 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. Okay, let's start with what is de-schooling. So de-schooling is a period that you go through when you first start homeschooling, especially if your children have ever gone to public school or private school or any other kind of school setting. And this is where you just take a step back from everything schooly and academic and kind of start to teach your kids that learning doesn't just have to be sitting down at a desk or a table and reading a book, that there are lots of different ways to go about learning. It might mean sitting on the couch and having your mom read a novel to you or laying in your bed or sitting in a window seat and reading a really good book for yourself. That is just as valid as learning as is reading a chapter and answering the questions at the end. So we go through this period of time, especially with kids who have been to school and are maybe just a little burnt out or disillusioned with the whole system of education that they've been experiencing. And we try to show them that true education, authentic learning is often more than what they have been led to believe, than the system that they have participated in. Now, I want you to know that I'm not beating up the system. The system of education that's used in public schools and in private schools is used that way because it's a very efficient way to educate a large group of kids. We have the system set up and in place because you have to manage a large group of children. You have to be able to demonstrate that they are learning. But the wonderful thing about homeschooling is we are not bound by those limitations. But It's all our kids have ever known. All our kids have ever known is this one specific kind of schooling if we're pulling them out and bringing them home. And so we have to show them that there is something different out there. Now, often as homeschooling parents, we also have to go through this period of de-schooling. We have to learn to trust that real authentic learning can happen even if our kids are not sitting at the table filling out the workbooks, answering the questions at the end of the chapter, real learning can still take place. And we have to de-school for ourselves as well. So the whole de-schooling process is learning that learning is not just coming from a textbook or a workbook or doing all of these little assignments or all of these little practices that we did in school. And that's it exactly what de-schooling is. Now, there's some question as to how long should I do this? If you bring a child home and they're really resistant to homeschooling, they don't want to work for you, or maybe you're bringing them home because they were having a horrible time in the school system and you want to show them that there is something else out there, the question becomes, how long do we go through this de-schooling period before we start introducing more formal academics back? And the rule of thumb is one month for every year that your child was in the public school system. So if they're in a first grader, about a month. If they're a second grader, about two months. If they're a ninth grader, it could take an entire school year before you've deprogrammed them that learning 
can only look this way. Whether they liked it or they didn't like it, the deprogramming still takes about a month for every year that they were in school. So why is it important that we do this? We do this when we ourselves want to make changes in the learning experience that we're having with our children. So we want them to see what learning is like, and we want us to see, to start trusting in our children and that they can learn in different ways. But then also we do this because sometimes you have a child who just is completely and totally fed up with the system. The system did not work for them. That style of learning really didn't work. And you have to earn their trust. So de-schooling is largely a trust issue. Whether you, the parent, are learning to trust that authentic education can happen in different ways than what we have always known, or whether the child is learning to trust that education can be authentic. It can look different than anything that they have ever known before. And so it does take a little bit of time for everyone to build up this trust never built in a day and know that this is going to happen. So a question may arise, do I have to de-school if we've always homeschooled? And the answer is maybe or maybe not. I honestly look at the uh, journey that I have been on as a homeschooling parent coming out of the public school system, having been a public school teacher, and then trying to teach my children in that way. And then over the years, gradually releasing a lot of that and coming to a more authentic form of learning, a more organic form of learning. I look at that as like a de-schooling journey that has taken me a number of years. You never say, oh, we're just going to throw everything out the window and de-school for a while. And you may be on that particular kind of journey. Now, if you started one way with your kids and learning always looked like sitting down at the table and doing your lesson in the workbook or doing your lesson in the textbook and you never did anything else, and that's what your child thinks of as learning, and you get an epiphany, it may take a little bit of de-schooling to bring them along on the journey with you. It's entirely possible that there may need to be some de-schooling done, either for you, your children, or both of you, even if your kids have never been to school. Now, to say that we're going to de-school and we're going to step back from anything that looks academic and formal doesn't mean that we're never going to do things that look academic and formal ever again. It just means that we're going to step back from that for a while and explore all the different ways that we can learn. But there could be a time that we do come back to more academic and formal learning, that we bring that in for certain subjects, because for some subjects, it's a really efficient way to learn. So if you have a child who is college-bound and who needs to learn to write an essay or a paper for a college class, sitting down and walking through the steps and doing a bunch of practice essays is a great, really efficient way to get that done. Textbooks can be a very efficient way to learn sometimes, uh, just depending on what your goals are and what your needs are for each individual child. So just because you de-school and start exploring all of the different options that are available out there, it doesn't mean that you're never going to do formal learning again. Where it makes sense, start introducing formal learning back after you have gone through this period of de-schooling, especially, you know, you're de-schooling a reluctant child. 
take a few months, and then start adding it back. Okay, so what does de-schooling like practically look like in your home on a day-to-day basis? It looks like putting aside all of the formal learning exercises that we typically do, the things like requiring the child to produce some kind of output for us or leaning into text-heavy books where we hand the book to the child and have them go work on their own. Instead, use your library card. This is a great tool for de-schooling. Take the kids to the library. Everybody gets to choose books about things that interest them. Throw the formal course of study out the window for a while. Have everybody come home and we just this big stack of books and spend time reading it. Go on field trips, just as many as you can. Visit your local nature preserve or nature park and take any little classes. Take advantage of art museum activities. Just go everywhere that you can. Watch documentaries. Play lots of games with your kids. You're going to find that you learn so much by doing all of these things and you really start to trust that learning can happen even when we are not sitting at a desk all the time. Morning time is a fabulous thing to do during your de-schooling process, especially if you really reach out and try to add things to that morning time that each one of your children enjoys to really engage their minds in something that they find absolutely fascinating. So put that in your morning time pull your kids close, read all of the best books, play all of the best games, and just really enjoy learning together. One of the questions I always like to ask myself is, if I wanted to know this as an adult, if I wanted to know something, anything as an adult, how would I go about learning this? And I tell you, going and finding a textbook, reading the chapter, and doing the questions at the end is not my number one preferred method. Now, Different people are going to have different methods that they use, but the way that you or your husband or your brother-in-law or your mom would go about learning something as an adult is a very valid way that we should approach our kids and say, would you like to learn about this way? Would you like to break it apart and try to put it back together again? Would you like to watch a documentary on it? Do you want to take an online class? Do you want to go to the library, find every book that you can, and just pour over the pieces that you want with no pressure to have to read any one of them from front to back? Do the things with your kids that you or any other adult would do in order to learn something yourself. And there you have it. Now, if you would like links to any of the resources that I chatted about on today's episode of the podcast, you can find those on the show notes. That's at pambarnhill.com slash TMBH14. I will be back again next week to chat all about how do you go about outsourcing things in your homeschool? What if you need to get a tutor for something? Or what about enrolling your child in a class, either online or in person. How do you go about doing that? That's on the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep on homeschooling. 